This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, awarded CanStar's most trusted energy providers nationally 2021 and 22. That's Red Energy. And Prince Wine Store, bringing wine enthusiasts the greatest wine in the world. Visit princewinestore.com.au. Corrie, it's time now to solve a weekly social or private or age-old dilemma. And we hear today from Nadine M. Dear Carol and Corrie, love the podcast. Oh, this I, I love this dilemma. I mean, I don't love it. I, but don't, I, I thought you were going to say I love it when people say I love the podcast. I must say there's a little tiny part of me that does a happy dance when I hear that. Would appreciate your thoughts on a thorny issue. My sister is in her early 60s, almost retired, divorced a few years ago and has worked hard all her life. Two of her adult children moved back in during lockdown. She was happy to have them, but think she's worrying, but I think she's worrying about the extra cost of suddenly having two adults in the house, plus girlfriends and boyfriends, with costs skyrocketing. They do cramp her style and it's a lot of work for her, even if they do help a bit. Mm. Her kids, in inverted commas, the Dean's inverted commas, have fantastic lifestyles and don't hesitate to spend their disposable income on great meals, holidays and Ubers, etc., while my sister is much more budget conscious. I worry that they are taking advantage of her generosity and putting her own financial security at risk at a rather precarious time for many single older women. Should I bring up my concerns or will I just come across as the stingy and resentful friend? N. Friend or sister? Well, friend and sister, I think. Yes. Okay. Um, dear Nadine, get those nieces and nephews in a room and have an intervention and tell them to get the hell out of the house right now. Of course, of course your sister is vulnerable financially. I can tell you this as somebody who is in a similar situation at my age. It is really difficult to think I only have this much super and I only have a few more years left to work oh my goodness, what am I going to do? And actually what will happen is that she'll end up being the responsibility of her children. Like, get them out of the house and you have to intervene. Well, I'd love to know how old these children are. I'm assuming if she's in her early 60s, they're obviously at least in their mid-20s, probably. I mean, they could be early 20s, but probably more likely mid-20s to early 30s. Um, I would say they should be paying rent and maybe they are paying rent. They should be helping not a bit, but a lot. I mean, I think the the theory that you have to, and a, a friend of this happened to a friend of mine when um, her children were still at home and they got to their mid twenties, she stopped referring to them as kids and started calling them roomies. Yes, and she said, "You're a roomie, so we're all equals now. So we share everything. We certainly share all the jobs. Certainly share all the jobs. But you can't have Nadine's sister holding back on buying a nice little frock or." saving up, or even paying the gas bill, for goodness sake, or just saving up for a little trip or a treat or something. Well, they should and be the kids, splitting the gas bill. And the kids bill. on Sunday morning are going off to have brunch, you know, smashed avo for brunch in some groovy place in Fitzroy. And are they, take, are they taking her to Gimlet, as where they travel in an Uber and then travel home? Oh, I, on so many levels, you have to have a conversation, but maybe not necessarily with your sister. That's what I'd be saying to Nadine. I think... You know, and we've all had issues with our friends where we worry that the kids are maybe taking advantage of them at times. And I think you have to be very careful about the way you word it. I remember once it coming up with one friend and I probably said a little bit too much and rather got slapped down. Was it me? No. No. 
No, if it was, I would say. No, no, but we were worried about you when you were doing two weeks of childcare at Ballarat. We, oh, we, I know. Even potties were worried. It yeah. was all good, guys. It was all good. Yeah, but, you know. But, last weekend, I wasn't on my best game, but, you know, that was... Oh, what if you're making pureed broccoli and leek together? Um, no, which is a lovely soup. I, I didn't mean to be rude about your smoothie. That was in the previous episode, guys. No, look, I, I think it, you've got to really choose your words carefully. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to think. You think that Nadine's sister should confront the children. If Nadine's sister as aunt has a good relationship, and I can't assume that, I can't. we can't assume that all aunts, like in our family, everybody gets on like a house on fire, but we can't assume that. But if she does have a good rapport with the children, I would just say to them, look, do you realise what it's like to be a 60-something on-your-own woman with a finite period of time in which to keep earning money and a superannuation package that you've really got to be careful about because your mum could live into her 80s or 90s and it is actually going to come back and bite you on the bum. But more importantly, your mum loves you and she won't have the courage or the heart to tell you you have to move on after lockdown, but maybe you have to think about this. Put it back on them. You think about it, kids. What would you do? What would you do? Where's the children's father in all of this? Is he chipping in? Well, some uh, sometimes fathers who divorce, they actually do divorce mentally away from the from the mother, so they don't really care. He probably well, I shouldn't say he doesn't care what's happening to her, but he, she is not his issue, Caro. In all fairness to the former husband, the kids are, the kids are the ones who have to take control of this situation. But I think a way of doing that is through empathy and just saying, if you were your mum, how would you feel if everybody came home, didn't leave, having great lifestyles, but. I, th- I do think, and I'm amazed in my work life and social life, how many people are sharing houses with parents, elderly parents, babies, three generations. And, you know, it's fantastic that people can do that, but I don't think it always works and it can really cramp your style. I think, I think Nadine should say at least to her sister, have you thought about if she's not charging them rent? Have you thought about upping the rent? I mean, they actually should be paying proper rent. And I hope the partners who come over, Caro, bring a box of vegetables or a half a dozen gla- bottles of wine or uh, I'm not getting the feeling that the And empty the dishwasher without being asked helping. and clean the bath and, you know, chip in for a cleaner. If there is a cleaner, they certainly should be sharing the utilities. I think the utilities should be sp- split three ways. If these children work, we think they do work. So I, I, I gather, I mean, seriously. Oh, I'm ready to go in and have an intervention myself. Yeah, well, okay. Well, Corrie's advice, Nadine, is go, you know, go, go around the back door, talk to the children. And I think that's probably good advice. I would add to just subtly suggest, you know, stuff like splitting the bills and charging rent. Mm. But, but, but stressing, don't shoot the messenger. Don't, don't get cross with us if it backfires, Nadine. No, you wouldn't get cross with us anyway. We don't care. I mean, the thing about these dilemmas is I always end up really cross, don't you? I'm I'm cross. I'm so cross for Nadine's sister. What is going on with these selfish children going out to Gimlet every week (laughs) in their Ubers? Do you remember when... when, um, Because my children are older than most of our cohort, so I was really the first one to be going through the... um, it's time you leave home. So I said to Francesca, okay, you've done the overseas trip. When you come back, it's you, you get a job, you get a car, you can live with me for six months. And if you're still working and it's a good income, you're out the door because these are the best years of your life. 
So when I su- suggested this after she'd been home about eight months, oh, no, you're not kicking me out. I said, no, seriously, you have to go. She said, but I want to save up and go to Europe again. I said, no, 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 no. I want to save up and go to Europe. So let's get one thing straight. While well, you're in the house, did you're costing you, me money. But did you think about charging your full no, rent? She, no, well, no, not full rent. She paid some board. But, Caro, you know what? Like, board is 50 bucks when you're the mother of the child. Well, at that stage it was. And, like, let's look at all the utilities. Let's look at the food. Let's look at the, oh, I'd love a glass of wine. Let's look at, like, and you're more than happy to share it because they're your children. Of course, you love them to bits. But also for me, it was very much, you have to stand on your own two feet. You have to learn how to pay a gas bill. You have to learn on Thursday night, the rubbish bins go out. I moved out quite young, but I remember when I started working, mum took me aside and said, look, I'm I'm going to start charging you, you know, um, board. And she said, I've had a long think about it and you have to buy the Nescafe every week. <laughs> She's a, she's a generous girl, isn't she? I had to go and buy a jar of Nescafe every week. Well, as you know, I was living on my own Which with my brother when I was stretch. when I was sixteen, despite my woeful pay. No, well, but you were in charge rent, obviously. No, you were but, at when, but when I was when I was eighteen and working at the age a year later, then I had to pay. But I wasn't living with her; I was living not with her, and so I had a small allowance. But gee, it was a bit. When I think about it, it was a bit stingy. That you had to pay. Well, when I was at school, I think I was. I think she was giving me about fifty dollars a week to buy everything because I was looking after was, myself. Fifty dollars was a lot back in nineteen seventy nine or eighty or whatever it was. I was looking after myself, so I'm talking everything from um, deodorant to tampons to books for school to whatever else. School books. I was at school. She didn't buy your school books. <laughs> no, well, I don't know whether they went on the That's account shocking. or not. I'm sure she no, paid for school books. No, but you know, you suddenly in the middle of the term, your mum lived in a different state. So suddenly I've got to get a, a copy of, because I've lost my Tale of Two Cities, so I've got to go to the bookshop and buy a new one. That's what I mean. Oh, look, yeah. have you got the violins out, everyone? I've, I've, slightly. I've more got them for Nadine's sister. Yes, Corrie, Nadine's sister, we've given you lots of advice and a bit too much knowledge about our stoked up, Stoked up some sad don't memories. Forget, don't forget the Nescafe too. To suggest to I was happy to buy the Nescafe. <laughs> Seriously, I think I got out of it pretty, pretty well. And she didn't want me to move out. Anyway, that's our dilemma for this week. Please don't forget, everybody, to send us your moral dilemma, matters of etiquette. Send it to feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. 